I have a confession. I missed it by an inch. To some, that could be a deal breaker. But props to Tyler Hubbard for coming clean. I went home that night and said, babe, I'm sorry I cut you short by an inch. Coming up, we'll find out if Tyler Hubbard's wife, Haley, is a size queen. The 40 best disco songs ever. List has just been released this week. I add the best disco song of ever time. Or of all time. To the Spotify Hype Song playlist coming up this episode, it is Cadillac Jack, my second act. It can only get better from here. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to My Second Act. It's a podcast where we talk about things that you are already talking about with your family and your friends and your coworkers. We talk about uh, current events and pop culture, music and country music, plus endearing and revealing stories about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. My name's Donna and I'm Caddy's wife. I am hiding food. Where? Well, if I told you, you'd know where it was. True. God. You. What do you got? Oh. We're starting early. Go ahead. Well, you just, I've never seen somebody that just ratchet through all the sweets in the house. Like I'll bring in, and you know, I love a thin, crispy cookie. And so I desperately want to get those Tate's like chocolate chip cookies, but they're a little pricey for the bag. I'm not, I'm not a fan of those. Actually. And well, Okay, good. Because if I eat, like I can't just eat one. I'll eat a hundred of them. But the problem is if I bring in any sweets and I put them up, I will come like, and it's your, it's this marsupial night alley I, I don't know what that, that is. you do. Well, that's that an is. animal that basically is a vampire that okay. stays up all night, which is you. I've spent eight hours writing our 18 year old daughter, a graduation letter from her dad. I know I've got to read it. I couldn't read it today unless I took a beta blocker. Cause I would have gone down at the graduation because it was all in my feels. Although I did very well, but why do you wait to the last minute to do, like, why wouldn't you do that? Because I work better under pressure and I wasn't going to go as deep with it as I did. It wound up being nine pages. I was going to sign a card. Congratulations, class 2022. Love you, dad. If you open a nine page letter from your dad, are you like, mm-hmm. have you read it? I'm not yet. Cause okay. I told you I can't read it. I'm going to read it after the All podcast. Right. Well, this is going to be a great transition into Corin Voler. Corin, imagine cutting her a check every week. Pay to the order of Corin Voler. Memo. Therapist, common marriage. She reveals the top complaint from wives about their husbands. And I wonder if it's they occasionally have a cookie. What do you think? Is it going to be well, on the board? That's not my, I mean, this was just a top. Occasionally they enjoy a, a Pop-Tart. Well, of course you bar. can enjoy whatever you want. That's all I'm talking about. I'm talking about massive Massive night eating, like I've, a bear. I've, I've not heard this clip. I've not listened to it. It's from TikTok. I have the audio. I'm going to okay. hear it. I'm going to hear it blind right now. All right, let's go. What do you think it's going to be? That you have to tell people things over and 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 over again. Here we go. Active responsibility would be you looking around the house for things that you could do. Passive responsibility would be being available to help, but waiting for somebody to tell you what needs to be done. This is one of the top things that I hear from women as a complaint, that their husbands are waiting for them to tell them what needs to be done. And they're really looking for a partner in life who is actively responsible for the house and for the children and not waiting for their wife to tell them what to do. 
Those are Let's the angels just the beginning. Singing. Hang on, hang on, I'm just the beginning. Active yeah. responsibility would be you looking around the house for things that you could do. Passive responsibility would be being available to help, but waiting for somebody to tell you what needs Thank to be Thank you, Corn. that's all. Be active and not passive. Pay scan, to the order of. Scan the horizon. Scan the horizon as a man. I cannot tell you when men, like, th- th- this is, like, actually the number one. Because I hear women say this all the time. Like, my husband will say, like, well, I didn't know you needed me to take the kid somewhere. Okay, they're kids. They're alive. They're breathing. Take them damn somewhere. Well, I didn't know I was supposed to take the trash out. The damn trash is spilling over. Take it out. Like, you're a grown-ass man. Not you, but some people, you know. It's like you're a grown-ass man. You don't need to wait for someone to say, hey, Jimmy, would it be, you know how women have to ask, Jimmy, they have to like go into the den or the, you know, wherever. The, I wouldn't know anything about that. Wherever the men are sitting and not disturb them while they're either working. Who, 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 who are these men and who are these women? It's 2022. I don't know that there's an awful lot. Oh, of police. You don't have to go, can, can I talk to you for a minute? Yes, Karen. Where, where, where how, yeah. Okay, go ahead, please. Yes, Karen, but I'm busy. Or, or, or the one that I've been getting a lot lately that I tell you I cannot stand is, yes. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, yeah, Jimmy, could I bother you? Um, you know, we, you going to be able to get the trash down tonight so that we have enough room to put the new trash into the old trash buckets because you always forget to take the damn trash down? Well, hey, I'm going to take it down. Don't I take it down all the time? And then at 7.15, you hear that damn trash trucks rolling through the neighborhood, and where's Jimmy? Laying his ass in the bed. Well, Karen, I forgot one damn time. You act like it's a damn every weekend occurrence. This has been the longest day of my life, I think, I mean, seriously, reach down into your pants because you got y'all's hands down there all the time and grab your you-know-whats and your take, balls. You take say control. It. It's a say your balls. Take, Let me hear you say balls. Grab your balls. Thank you. Jimmy, and take control. Do something around the house without somebody having to leave you a list or tell you 14 times or, hey, uh, so that I'm not standing in ankle-ass deep water every time I take a shower. Could you put some Drano down I've the asked thing? you where it is for two weeks. Okay, here we go. I've asked you where it is. You've told me there's Drano in the house for two weeks. I've said it's I've looked for it. Okay, then We're, get another jug. Why, why go spend? Why go spend ten dollars on Drano if we have it here in the house? <sighs> okay, I'm glad I got that out. Let's call it an episode. What do you say? No, it's fine. Come on, all you Let's new- play Clay Walker. And call no, it an all you newlyweds who were like, oh, everything's just so magical. My husband does everything for me. Just you wait and see. And then there is that group of women. There's more. There's more. There is that group of women that have those men that just brush their hair and darn their socks, whatever that even is. That's like from the 1950s and do all that crap for them all the time. You know what word I heard today at graduation I never heard before? What's that? Uh, The principal kept saying, uh, so-and-so has a double stool. And I thought, you know, I had one of those earlier today, too. But what what, what do you show? No, a stole. A a double stole. stole. Oh, my bad. My bad. My bad. (sighs) Anyway. Graduation season is about to wrap. A couple of episodes ago, we had the commencement address from slutty vegan CEO, Pinky Cole, who addressed the class of 2022 at uh, Clark Atlanta University, an HBCU, that's historically black college university. I think that we have come to a point where if you have a celebrity commencement speaker, at some point before you turn your tassel, the thought crosses your mind, I wonder if... Taylor Swift is going to pay off my student debt. She's, oh, depending on who. The, yeah. That, that's well, I mean, true. come on. If it's your local Jimmy John's franchise. You're not getting it. You're going to get like a free subway. So you're going to get six inches. Oh, my God. If you and Taylor if Swift. Elon Musk 
You would think. Oh but, but listen, we have part of the commencement address from Taylor Swift last week to NYU coming up during this episode. We have Luke Combs coming up during this episode, a commencement address. We have, uh, we have Ryan Hurd. I just pulled him out. I just found one he did um, that we're going we're gonna to play. I asked Clay Walker in our visit. You're going to hear at the end of this episode. Clay, you're addressing the class of 2022. What do you have to say? What do you say to them? If you have a celebrity, do, do you not wonder at some point? Mm, wow, what did you think could happen? I mean, if it's Elon Musk, I'm getting a ride to the moon. If it's that little guy that runs Amazon, Amazon, Jeff Bezos, I want a free prime damn membership for life. Yeah, you want to leave with cash and prizes. Pinky Cole had a gift for the class of 2022. Here is is the eight-second clip from her address to the class of 2022 at Clark Atlanta University. I have partnered with Varro Bank. We're going to stop right there. You hear that, Donna, in a commencement address. What do you do? Come on. Yeah. And if you watch the video of the address, this is what I, this is what everybody's I at attention suddenly. Did she just say she partnered with a bank? Oh, my God. Here we go. Oh, my God. You know God. what I do? I text somebody and say, I knew I should have damn taken out more loans. Let's continue with Pinky Cole. I have partnered with Varro Bank. Here we go. Here we go. People, you know, sorority sisters grabbing each other's hands. To provide every single graduate uh, in this audience. Yeah. Well, here it is. Oh, my God. Yes. With a new LLC. Oh, what? What's that? Oh, an LLY? Here's how it's done. If you're going to attempt to do something like that. I do believe that Pinky Cole's gift of an LLC, everyone in the, you know, every graduate became a business owner. This, this, and this, this, that's worthy. My God, you're paying off my debt. Here's how it's done. I Pinky Cole first. I partnered with right. Varro Bank to provide every single graduate in this audience what? with a new LLC. Oh, wow. Listen to this, though. Listen to this. It happened last week, too. Their gift will enable you to repay your student loans. Now, boy, he is, he he's had, he's ex, has excitement. He just reeks of excitement under that guy. He's a chancellor at the Otis College of Art and Design in L.A. And indeed, last week, the class of 2022 got their student debt paid off by the, Snap, the CEO of Snapchat and his beautiful supermodel wife. A $10 million uh, donation endowment, whatever it is. To pay off student debt. So it happens. It happened last week. Poor Pinky Cole, though. You're going to go to Vara Bank and just hope that they have your social right. Out of the 350 social security numbers she had to send down there to Vara Bank or upload to varabank.org. Uh, you want to hear Taylor Swift? Yes. About 30 seconds. Uh, Taylor's gift to the NYU class of 2022 was just some, uh, some advice. It was great advice, though. Here's Taylor. We are led by our gut instincts, our intuition. Our desires and fears, our scars and our dreams. And you will screw it up sometimes. So will I. And when I do, you will most likely read about it on the internet. And as long as we are fortunate enough to be breathing, we will breathe in, breathe through, breathe deep, breathe out. And I am a doctor now, so I know how breathing works. Before the address, she was presented a doc- doctorate from NYU. Yeah, that's a big deal. From NYU? Yeah. What would Luke Combs gift the class of 2022 do you expect if he did? Some blue otters or maybe a pole. Some crocs from the Luke Combs croc line. Yeah. This is what Luke Combs would say to the class of 2022. Hey, this is Luke Combs. To all you seniors that are graduating this year, I wanted to offer up a huge congratulations to you on this amazing achievement. As each of you step into this exciting new chapter of your life, just enjoy it, enjoy this moment, and do what you want to do. Whether that's, 
using the degree you just got in your hand or not, you going and doing what you want to do and being happy and feeling fulfilled is the most important thing. So to each and every one of you, congratulations. And all the best to you going forward. Country star Luke Combs. Well said. That was very well good. Said. Well said. Yeah. Have you ever been asked to do a commencement speech? I've not. That to me would be the most frightening thing that could ever be asked of you. Not of you personally, but like of me. Any, like I just can't imagine. Because there's so much expectation put on it. There's, you know, this, not only are there the graduates, but there are the families. There's the administration. There's the faculty. There's the, you know, it was like. Superintendent. A, yeah, just a lot. Ryan Hurd is married to country artist Maren Morris. And this is what Ryan Hurd would say if addressing the class of 2022. This is Ryan Hurd. Congratulations on such a huge moment in your life. I uh, remember graduating from school. It was one of the most freeing feelings I've ever had. Uh, You never have homework again. So uh, congratulations. I guess my advice to all of you would be to try everything. You don't have to know what you're going to do the rest of your life right now. Uh, If you do, then go after it. But uh, I was a sociology major in college, and now I'm a songwriter. So anything is possible. So congratulations again. So excited for you, and uh, we will see you at a show soon. Wait, wait, is he doing home repairs, like putting in new windows or something when he's recording Did you hear that? the little birds? Yes. I love it. So we today celebrated our 18-year-old daughter, Olivia, who graduated with some colored cord around her neck. Did you see the list, the the, the, the coding of all the, the cords in the, yeah. in the, in the uh, program? Yeah. I know you have to kind of look at them, and some people have medals, and you some know, people have stools, double stools, even stools. This was a very, um, and I don't, I'm, I don't mean this like because she didn't have like she had she graduated with honors, but I mean it was like she. Had, I'm not saying this because of her, but this particular class um, was very smart. They were very corded. Very, very smart. I mean, a lot of cord at Cambridge 2022. Yeah, just some amazing schools, and and they always have been um, since elementary school. Um, and I think it's weird. I, I, I said this every year. I think each class gets smarter every year. You know? I think they have to. Yeah. Um, and the accessibility of knowledge is so much more available. Sometimes I think about it. Like if we didn't have to dig through those Encyclopedia Britannicas and we'd had the world kind of at our fingertips, would we be smarter in a way than we were? I mean, we had to search so hard to get information back then, you know. Um, I thought it was a great day. I, honestly, I took a little hanky that a friend had given me and um it was kind of like a doily hanky I felt like I like a 90 year old woman but I thought I was going to be more upset and I have to tell you I got really I got emotional at the end when I saw her and when I saw them all kind of processing out and but I got emotional because I saw so many of my friends kids too that they've grown up together they played softball together they started you know again at Birmingham Falls and which was her elementary school and when I see their faces as young adults I still see them as little bitty kiddos, you know, so I kind of was emotional that way. I know she's ready to go on, and I'm sure we'll talk about this so much, you know, going to college that you'll be sick of hearing about it, but I think that's that's what I'm going to be the most emotional, is leaving her somewhere, you know, at college, but um, I think she's ready, and I, um, she's very combative right now, and I think it's because she's turned 18, and they think they, they know everything, and I was talking to my mom, who we were so lucky that my mom was able to come. True, and, that man is a trooper. And enjoy it. And she loved it. I mean, you know, she she just loved it. And she said, you were too. You know, you were too. You thought you, you know, there's something about that 
that age where you graduate and you turn 18 and you just think you know everything. And all of a sudden, your parents know nothing. And what I've figured out is you can spend these last uh, four or five months arguing with them and walking around going, good God, they drive me crazy. And I do do that sometimes, like in the shower and stuff. Or you can just keep trying to drop in those little nuggets of, okay, well, you know, that's how you see it. But let me tell you, you may not know this, but I got like 40-something years, 50-something years under my belt here. I do know a few things, you know. And you just kind of keep spreading the love that way. Because what you don't want to do is just spend the last couple of months just in constant argument with them. But man, I thought, I, I sent you that little picture of her graduating from kindergarten. And I remember, I know exactly who I sat by in that room at Alfreda Christian Academy. And I thought, dang, these 12 years went fast. And I used to hate, hate, hate when old people would tell me that as a young mom, because you're just trying to get through Target. You probably haven't taken a shower. You don't have a lot of money. Who knows what's going on in life, you know? And you're just like, don't tell me that. You have no idea how I'm living, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it goes so fast. It goes so fast. And I thought that the speeches were great on a couple of levels. You know, the principal, one thing that I thought she hit on so beautifully was that the parents, a lot of us are sitting in the audience going, dang, could I have gone to more ball games? Should I have volunteered more? You know, could I have hugged a little more? Could I? But it doesn't matter. You know, in that moment, you're doing exactly what you're able to do and what you need to do for your kids. And the beautiful thing is every moment of every day is another opportunity to hug more to volunteer more, to be more engaged, to put your phone down, to live in the moment, that type of thing. And then I thought the two speeches that the um, kids gave were great too because they weren't like preachy. I, I thought it was so interesting that both of those kids stood up there and said, my experience may have not been your experience. Because I think sometimes when kids are sitting in the audience and they see the the valedictorian and the salutatorian and all those, they think, yeah, you know, uh, you know, that's great, but I didn't have that experience. And both of them did a beautiful job of saying, hey, listen, it wasn't all roses, you know? And they said, but you get to rewrite your story every day. And I, th- I just thought they were great. What did you think? I think we need to blow up the graduation ceremony model that we've had since the 50s. I think it needs to be more inclusive. Let's put someone up there with a 2.0 to speak. Let's balance it out a little bit. I get it. The salutatorian and the Victorian and the salutatorian, what those people. And the dictatorian. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. Congratulations. You you got your 4.0. You took all honors classes. You, you're 1%. I do agree with Not that. up here. Not yeah. up here. In most high schools, you are at a level that is unachievable. And the people that you are speaking to, your peers, supposedly, cannot relate to a word you're saying. And I realize that you've been scholarshiped up to your neck and you're going to an Ivy League school. I, however, am staying here and I'm going to Georgia Perimeter or I'm going to Kennesaw State. Where there's nothing wrong with either. Either I don't say either. I'm from freaking Hickory, North Carolina. Either of those university places of higher education. Nothing wrong with them at all. I think we must rework. We got one more to go. Charlotte. <laughs> junior next year we got to rework the whole graduation ceremony template Hmm. it must be more relatable to everybody to every single graduate in the crowd 
Yeah, I mean, I, I love the processing through. I, I, think I, it, love, I love the I love the back. turning the tassel, it's the officialness wonderful. of turning the tassel. Absolutely. I took a great photograph of all the, you know, those that chose to throw their caps up in the air. I did too, I yeah. caught it in a photograph. I was the kid who barely graduated. I was the kid who had a 2.1 GPA. I was the kid who barely, I mean barely, got into college. It only lasted nine months. I did okay. I think that we have to do a better job of knowing our audience at a graduation ceremony. I thought it was a great weekend. I thought that it was a, a, a great ceremony. I just, I think there are a couple things we need to, 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 to twerk. Well, I'm sure they could use you on a graduation committee somewhere. Um, no, so. no, thank you. no, thank you. Join the fray. Send them, an, send them a link to this episode. Don't, don't wait for them to ask you. Be, be, um, Where's corn? Be Can we hear corn again? Where's yeah. corn? Don't be passive. Be active. the order of corn. Yeah. Voler. Memo. Therapist. Common marriage. Summer officially is about to uh, kick in. Okay, everybody have their towels and swimsuits. Look like you're getting a little red. Maybe you ought to put some sunblock on. You got a spray-on tan? Oh, yeah, dude, it's summer. Summertime is finally here. That old ballpark man is back in gear. I don't fall Man, I can see the light. We're going to the beach. You coming? The beach is a perfect place to pick up chicks. I got sand in my butt. I can't hardly walk. Who's ready for margaritas? It is summertime. It is time to barbecue and grill. And Somebody get this man a burger. It's too hot. Barbecue, music. Are you ready to party? If you are new to the podcast, new meaning this episode, episode 250. Take a stab at it, Seven, six, seven, I don't know. Welcome. We realize... We dropped this episode the Thursday prior to a three-day holiday weekend. And we know from crunching numbers and talking to, to people that are podcast listeners that when there's a three-day weekend, many finally get around to number, you know, maybe A, learning how to listen to a podcast, B, discovering new podcasts. And so if you have discovered Cadillac Jack, my second act, and you're here for the first time, well, help spread the word and keep listening. 257, I'm going with episodes, in the uh, library, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, closing arguments will begin, if you're listening on Upload Day, May 26th, tomorrow, Friday the 27th, the jury will get the case, close the business tomorrow, Friday the 27th, Memorial Day Monday, they'll have all, the jury will not have to come to court, Tuesday, we can have a verdict in this mess, and I bet that we will. I think the jury Don is ready, ready to go. They're ready to go home. They are ready to go home. They want to fire up their cars and go home. The judge did rule midweek this week. Johnny Depp and his attorneys moved to have Amber Heard's countersuit, $100 million counterclaim, dismissed. And the judge in the Fairfax, Virginia courtroom refused to do that. So that means that uh, Amber Heard's $100 million counterclaim will still be heard from, uh, or still be, uh, yeah, still be considered by, I guess, the jury. Kate Moss will be the final witness. Coming up during the next episode of Cadillac Jack, my second act, country star Clay Walker.
talking to Clay Walker earlier this week. You know, they have a one-and-a-half-year-old. Right. And I said, are you and Jessica affected by the baby formula shortage? No. Okay. Personally, I, I can't hardly, hardly fathom it. No, we're not affected by it. I thought to myself, well, we're going to end that conversation right here because that means one of two things. Either they're making organic baby food at home or Jessica's pumping. And I thought it would be inappropriate to continue the conversation talking about Clay Walker's wife pumping breast milk, you know? (laughs) You had a a, a TikTok video. You had something that uh, that went viral. And this is something that goes on all the time on TikTok. Unnecessary country censorship. That ain't right. But it has crossed my mind. It has crossed your mind. <laughs> Going with it today, aren't you? He's been a good friend for 20 years. Clay Walker on the next episode of Cadillac Jack, My Second Act. There's 2511 Roosevelt Highway in College Park and 1600 Browns Bridge Road in Gainesville. Ask for Donna. I met Donna from Gallery Furniture in the parking lot earlier today. The uh, parking lot, the old Home Depot right across the Cracker Barrel on Windward. I said, so how did you, we, we, I think, talk briefly since the parking lot party? I said, how do things go? They are such big supporters of first responders and fire and EMS, rescue and law enforcement, and federal marshals and anybody who pins on a badge of any sort to protect their community. Donna would not want, would not want me to share the story, but there was a bid that went out for the city of Gainesville about a year ago for new bedding for the, uh, I think they have three or four fire stations in the city. Donna put in a bid. She, she teamed with one of their vendors, a manufacturer. They get the bid, and Donna says, listen, these mattresses, we can do better than this. Well, Keith, who's with the city of Gainesville Fire Department, you met Keith at the parking lot party, says, Donna, the bid's in. You know, we, we can't pay anymore. She said, no, 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 no. I'm going to give you guys top of the, the best bedding available today for the price in the bid. You know what? And there are so many people who talk the talk but don't walk the walk. It's kind of like, and I hate to bring it back up, but like the Amber Heard thing, like where you don't, she says she's donated all this money to the victims, but she doesn't, you know? And sometimes that happens with people. Like you, you think the people that you think probably help out and donate the most, sometimes they do, but sometimes they don't. It's, it's small businesses who operate and live in these communities who give back. And Donna has always done that. And I watched it live at our parking lot party where she gave away so much furniture. You calculate it up. You think it was over $10,000. I, I, listen, I've, I've redone the math. It's over $25,000. Yeah, just to people who came out that day. Over $25,000 in, in furniture. Yeah, people who took the time to participate in that. That's um, not Al Gore math. That's, I'm, I'm not that's kidding. Real. That's, that's real math. Well, like people who took the time to participate in the, um, the Wolfman, the Wolfman Lookalike, Lookalike contest. contest. People, again, first responders who just showed up. There was a husband and wife that both won. She was a nurse. She's a first responder. And he had signed up. He just won for being a pot peep. Yeah, just for being a pot peep. So, I mean, and she wasn't like, no, you've already won. One or, win per family. One yeah. win per household. No, you, you both get a recliner. Congratulations. Amazing. And you know why she does that kind of stuff? Is not because she thinks you're going to come in and buy three more pieces of furniture, which is the way both you and I think, because you are going to, because there's so many great deals. She does it because she loves her community. And what really gives her joy, and it always has, is like doing nice things for her employees. She loves to treat her mom to nice things, you know, and, and just those unexpected things that um, that she does that are just amazing. She's a great friend, too. I can't tell you, like one day out of the blue, I just got a package in the mail, and it was this little prayer jar and downstairs in the kitchen. Yeah, room. and it was just like, you know, it was the cutest little thing. And she's like, I saw this and I thought about you. And, you know, just people like that are amazing. And you need more people. You know, you need just need more Donnas in your life, right? 
I have two. Donnas are fun. Yeah. Have you ever met like a boring Donna? No. Mm -mm. Hell no. I I met Donna behind the Cracker Barrel on Wimbledon to get our, I'd left our marketing banners and stand up, step and repeats up at Gallery Saturday. So she was headed to Smyrna to see her mom take her to the doctor, take Betty Jo to the doctor. And she said, listen, I'll, I'll bring them to you. Where can I meet you? I said, Bridal 400 Cracker Barrel, behind the Cracker Barrel. Thank you, Donna. Thank you, Marilyn. Thank you, Team Gallery Furniture Gainesville, for your support of the podcast. We're also grateful for support from T-Mobile Experience, America's largest and fastest 5G network, from Brightmore Healthcare, and brought to you by Ford, built Ford Tough. Scoop your F-Series at Fayetteville Ford. You also scoop a lifetime powertrain warranty from Fayetteville Ford, FayettevilleFordGA.com. Cadillac Jack for Fable Ford. Simply different. You know, gas right now, Donna, for the first time in the history of our country, is uh, every every store, how many states are there? 50? Yes. All 50 states are above $4 right now for the first time in the history. Listen, it's unbelievable. Country. It's unbelievable. When you go and put $50 worth of gas in your car and you're barely over a quarter of a tank, you're like, yeah. what? So at Fable Ford, listen, they have buyers that go out and, and buy cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs for the pre-owned lot. They're, they're, listen, they, they adjust when something like this happens. Like right now on the pre-owned line of Fable Ford, you're going to find a lot of, um, there's not a whole lot of gas guzzlers out there because they, they know the market. And with gas in all 50 states being above four bucks for the first time ever, four bucks a gallon. California is 602. Good Lord. Average is 602. So you're going to find a lot of uh, hybrids. You're going to find a lot of uh, uh, electric cars now on the pre-owned line, FableFordGA.com. We add every episode, two songs to the Spotify Hype Song playlist. There is a playlist for each season of the podcast. We started in January 2020. Just a little background if you're new to us uh, because of the three-day holiday weekend. Um, every episode, we each add a song that we have uh, discovered, we have rediscovered, we think that you'll like. Maybe there's a concert coming to town that we're excited about that we're going to. We'll add a little uh, concert prep on there, a song from that artist. You know, it just depends. It's just uh, you never know what it's going to be. There's a hype song playlist for season one, for season two. Currently, we are in season three. And uh, Donna will go with you where you add some, uh, some Harry Styles. Oh, my gosh. I am obsessed, obsessed with the new Harry Styles Um album i am a huge harry styles fan loved the first one loved one direction and this one is called harry's house and it is i told you the other day it is moody it is horny it is and when i say horny there are a lot of french horns and stuff in it it's kind of jazzy feeling but it is like oh my god you're like you know he's just talking anyway some of the stuff you're like what did that mean and then you're like well like this song you're adding i don't get it Okay, but you listen back to the music and you're like, mm, huh. and now because he's dating Olivia Wilde, you're like, is he talking about her or him or who? I don't know who he's talking about or what he's talking about. But right. at any rate, the song you're adding is called Cinema. Here's a yes. piece. What's he saying? Bring the pop. What is it? Like Pepsi Cola? Something like that. What is pop? I don't. I'm not. I'm, I don't know. What is this? It's just like you bring the hotness, the pop, pop, the pop to the cinema. Where's the cinema? He ain't talking about the cinema again. It's like all those people last year seeing watermelon sugar. He's not talking about like Fourth of July type watermelon. Okay, that's disgusting. Anyway, um, I love him. He's just adorable. I can just see him out there grooving with his little pants pulled up, and I just don't even know. I mean, he's just Some heels adorable. and a scarf. Well, and like he, you know, he's dating Olivia <laughs> Wilde. He was on stage with Shania Twain. We don't even know what's going on, but I just love it. Mm. Okay, mm. what are you adding? Just dropped the list of the 40 best disco songs in the universe 
ranked in order of dance floor filling greatness from artists like the Beaches. It's a Time Life production. It's not. I watched this movie a hundred times where he's like John Travolta strutting down the street with the paint cans. Oh my God, in his tight, tight pants. Come on with it. Okay, well this is the number one. Oh my gosh. Here disco we go. song of all time I in the universe. I listen to this in my room all the time. Here we go. Crank it up. Kill it here actually, sorry. Sorry. Oh, jeez. I'm sorry. I can't add. It's a clip. I can't make it any longer right now. I mean, it was so good, the Bee Gees. Yeah. So, uh, listen, the entire list of 40 will include in the letter this Saturday. The letter is our e-newsletter component to the podcast, also to the radio show on the Beer 92.5, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7, the afternoon ride with Cadillac Jack. I bet there's a lot of Donna Summer on there. Uh, a lot of Donna Summer. Also, um... See, like, but that's the thing. We're talking about what Harry is talking about. Like, what the hell are they talking about? Like, what are the Bee Gees talking about? You know, Night Fever, we know how to do it. And then you got her, um, Donna well, Summer. Well, you know what a Night Fever is. Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, you got Donna Summer singing about, like, MacArthur Park. Like, the cake is melting. What happens like, there? What is, what's going on? Those are your two additions to the Season 3 Spotify Hype Song playlist. Simple search Cadillac and Donna, Caddy and Donna. Some Don and Caddy, some variation of that. Trey. They'll, they'll pop up. It's Trey. List of all 40 in the letter, issue 113, Saturday, text left on red to the number 22828. Left on red. Red is the color, no spaces, to the number 22828. Also, don't forget, this Saturday, um, because it's cutting-edge content, the latest on outdoor poop etiquette. Five foot nine, which you added last episode to the Hypes on Playlist by this the first solo offering from former Florida Georgia Line. Member Tyler Hubbard, the most added song at Country Radio this week. That's huge. 86 ads. Yeah, that's great. He's uh, such a nice guy. The panel's 159. So what, half? Basically, half of Country Radio stations in America that are large enough to be reporters who kind of shape the country music chart each week have said, you know what? We like this song. We're going to add it. He has been on the road, too. Like, you know, we talk about Street Week. He has been busy. Well, check out this confession from Tyler Hubbard that uh, he made just yesterday about his New single, five foot nine. I have a confession. I missed it by an inch. She's actually five ten. I went home that night and said, "Babe, remind me again how tall you are exactly. You're about five nine, right?" She said, "Yeah, I'm five ten. And I thought, "Well, here's a new song I wrote today. I'm sorry I cut you short by an inch, but I hope you like it." And don't we all hate to get cut short by an inch? The new single from Cole Swindell will be um, a song we talk quite a bit about. You had me at Heads Carolina from his. Project Stereotype is the callback song to Jody Messina's Heads Carolina Tills, California. So uh, be listening for that one soon from Cole Swindell. Have you heard anything from Jody Messina? I've not. As of Jody. yet? No. Okay. No. I rode by our house the other day. That was another follow-up that people wanted to know about. Yeah, I hadn't heard. I hadn't heard. You'd think I would have, though. But I well, you would think. Yeah. I did drive by our house. She lives across the street from CeeLo Green. What? They live within a half mile of one another. I said across the street, not really. But within a half mile. And John Mayer. How about that? John Mayer rents a home. Within a half mile of, of, of CeeLo and Jody. For what? It's like a trifecta down there. It's a celebrity trifecta. But they don't, none of the three of them, you tell me this, Jody Messina. Yes. CeeLo Green. Yes, and John Mayer. What, what is the connection? There's not. They just happen. Why is John it's, Mayer on the south side? John Mayer chooses to, to, go to, to live in Brooks, Georgia about four months a year. For what? He wants to get away. He From does, what? My question to him would be, how did you find Brooks, Georgia? The home is beautiful. And Home why not beautiful. go to Montana or something? Or he likes Idaho. Georgia. He likes Georgia. Brooks, Georgia. It's got to be. It sounds hot and mosquito-y there. 
Why? I, I, I'd like to know the same thing. Get him on. Pot him up okay, on the podcast. Pot, pot him up. Ooh, okay. Okay, I've got one for you. Ava, our fabulous niece, went to a sleepover at the Dreams house. Now, I had no idea who this person was. But my sister calls me and says, can you look this person up on the, on the Google? Because she pulled in, and it's this huge gated compound. I hope I don't get shot for saying this. Or like they come after okay, me well, or something. Let's hope not. Yeah, let's yeah. not say that. And so, um, well, like by security detail or something, I don't even know. But there was like four Maybox. There were like six who Teslas. So evidently, the Dream um, wrote Single Ladies for um, Beyonce and has written a ton, wrote um, Umbrella for Rihanna. Huge record producer. And, um, yeah, she went there. So I was talking to her. I said, you need to befriend that little, that little person. Okay, guess what the goodie, she goes, you know, and she says much sweeter than me. She's like, Aunt Donna. Okay, Ava, Ava good news. She's like, Aunt Donna, that's not why you become friends with people. I'm like, that's right, 100%. That was a joke. Aunt Don't Donna. you love when a 15-year-old child calls you out? Aunt Donna was just kidding. Um, but I said, did anything exciting happen? Like, do they have, like, this indoor pool or, like, what? She's like, oh, it's crazy. It's crazy in there. They have, like, 22 rooms, 14 bathrooms. But here's the best part. Do you know what was in the goodie bag? Gold. N- kind of. Um, like, an entire Chanel perfume sampler. And, like, a pair of, like, $100. They weren't Chanel, but $100 sunglasses. I'm like, what? You didn't get, like, fun dip and a... Whoopee cushion? She's like, no, Aunt Donna. I mean, where do you go from a Chanel perfume sampler? Like, Damn. who's going to top that at the yeah. next birthday party? So there's that little tidbit. Also, one last thing. Um, reeling back to graduation, I had so many of my friends reach out to me because where we were sitting, we had commandeered a box, which was awesome that the amphitheater allowed people who had um, elderly people in wheelchairs to sit in boxes because it kind of made it like really nice um the camera was right there so me nana and my sister were on the camera the jumbo screen the entire time two and a half hours and i had a friend who reached out to me and said she'd give me ten dollars if i'd kiss that woman beside me i said nana she said no the other woman i said that's my sister she's like i'm upping it to 20 all right guests of the cadillac jack my second act podcast yes can we talk about the partay in the cul-de-sac just briefly. Okay, we'll save this for the next no, one. No, no, no. So this adorable little child, who I didn't see, taped this with painter's tape onto our mailbox. I'm going to bump Clay Walker. Yeah, we're just going to bump Clay Walker. Onto our mailbox. Okay? And here's what it says. Par-tay. Okay? P-A-R-tay. In the cul-de-sac at the Oaks. And then the, they were going to have it on June 16th. But I think that's Juneteenth or something. So probably somebody told them that might not be a good day to have it. So they crossed out June and they put July 16th. So, I mean, talk about like planning ahead. This well, what is, day of the week is that? I don't know. But this is a child after my own heart because already we're like planning ahead. Potluck accepted. Potlucks accepted. Family friendly. Uh, I can't see that. Okay, that's a, summer that's fun. A Saturday. Yeah. Summer fun. Games. Music. Cookout and potluckers. Text. They've got this text number on here to RSVP. Bring your own drinks, but make them amazing. Are you kidding me? Like, this kid is like my spirit animal. Wow. Fun. Hosted by the you-know-whos. And, yeah, it's just, this is everything to me. Have you you texted your RSVP? 
And yeah, if so, I'm for how many, how many, how many jars people? All of us. I'm going what? to bring your own drinks, but make them amazing. God, I love that. It's, it is very, very cool. And it reminds that when I saw that, it reminded me of something I would do. Yes. I did as a kid. Yes. Same thing. Same thing. We'll include a photograph of it without the text number. Yes. In the letter, Saturday. or their along, name, along with the uh, the, the Pooping Outdoor Protocol article from Outside Magazine. <sighs> Plus, I think like 30 photographs of the parking lot party. Gallery furniture included in the Saturday's issue 113 of the letter text left on red. The and Kenny two, through the years. 22828. 22828. Left on red. Red is the color of spaces. 22828. Audio for this episode of Cadillac Jack, my second act. Yes. What now? Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Go oh, back to the beginning of the podcast and you'll, you can rejoin us for that when you call someone and they're like, yes. Clark Atlanta University, NYU, Otis College of Art and Design. RSO Records, Columbia Records, Corin Fowler on TikTok. God bless you, Corin. I bet you've been a, just a, a, a ray of hope to broken marriages wherever you are for decades. Our thanks to executive producers, executive producers, Hans Appen and Carl Appen, production assistants from Steve Mitchell and Ingo Studios in Atlanta. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday. Get me out of here. Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the Appen Podcast Network. Bye.